You know, I rarely say this, and I would say it's even rare that I would say it at the top of the program. It's rare that I agree with John McCain, the late Senator John McCain. We've played you the audio over and over again. John McCain warned in 2014 that Tony Blinken would be a disaster as a Secretary of State. And he was right. The situation in Afghanistan just keeps getting worse. You want to know how bad it is over there? How bad is it, Andrew? Senator Bob Menendez, a left-wing Democrat, wants to subpoena the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, and is demanding to know why it's going so bad over there. Blinken and Kirby could say all they want. Well, we didn't hear a plan. That's kind of like admitting you didn't make a plan of your own. You assumed control on January 20th. When the freight, you know, the media does a very, it's an amazing thing that the media gets away with. For example, I'll give you an example right up front. I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example of this. The New York Times is referring to the Hunter Biden laptop story as unsubstantiated. Unsubstantiated? Listen to this headline. Or listen to this post, excuse me, on Twitter from the New York Times, official blue check account. Breaking news, the FEC ruled that Twitter's decision in October to block an unsubstantiated article about President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, did not violate election law. Unsubstantiated? They reported on the fact that a computer repairman was in possession of Hunter Biden's laptop, which he abandoned, did not pick up, did not return for, that contained information that demonstrated evidence of crimes being committed. What do you mean uns uns unsubstantiated? What, because it was the New York Post and that? When did the New York Times decide that which is substantiated? It's like gruntled versus disgruntled. If you're not disgruntled, are you gruntled? You mean inconvenient. You don't mean unsubstantiated. You mean inconvenient. You mean the media had a goal in mind and they weren't going to let the Hunter Biden story get in the way. So they just said it's unsubstantiated. It's physical, tangible evidence. Even if there was nothing criminal on it, there was some things that were quite disturbing. But again, physical and how can something be physical and tangible and be unsubstantiated? What is, is there no laptop? Is there no images of Hunter Biden on it doing some pretty weird things? Is there are there no emails that if carefully examined might actually might actually demonstrate criminal behavior at least by the son of the president? What do you mean unsubstantiated? But this is what the media does. They have taken possession of the use of language. So people crossing the border illegally are not illegal immigrants. They're refugees. Well, they're not refugees. They're illegal immigrants. They're illegal aliens. They're border jumpers. They do this all the time. There's no such thing as voter fraud, at least not the way they define it. They, they have taken possession of our language. And they, and they, and they wield this power masterfully masterfully so when you hear for example 
Blinken say we didn't inherit a plan. This was Trump's negotiation. Yeah, the key word there is conditions-based. Notice how the media is leaving out conditions-based. It wasn't like, okay, May 1st, we're out of here no matter what. That was never part of the Trump negotiation. It was, here are all the things that have to happen before May 1st. If they are not achieved by May 1st, then we're going to stick around until these things are achieved. So, for example, uh, we're not leaving American citizens behind. Notice the media does not have the courage to call these people hostages. They do not have the courage to call people hostages. They are in Taliban-controlled territory. The Taliban is making demands for their release. That's the very definition of hostage. Or is that story unsubstantiated, Mr. and Mrs. New York Times? But see, if, if the New York Times doesn't call these people hostages, then the rest of the media doesn't call them hostages. And notice how the Democrats don't call them hostages. So I guess by their definition, they're not hostages. What's the definition of a hostage? I don't know. I have to wait for the New York Times to tell me. Look at what's going on right now with the California recall. You have a man who is literally from Boys in the Hood versus the son of an oil executive who represents the, if there was such a thing as white privilege, that would be Gavin Newsom. I love the way, you know, and as a member of the biz, dare I say the tribe that is conservative-minded talk radio, they keep referring to Larry Elder as just a radio. They don't say that he actually comes from Compton. He was raised on the streets that inspired gangster rap. That's where he's from. We don't hear every day that he's a black man. That he made something of himself. He represents the American dream. No, he's just some right. He's just, as Biden said, a Trump clone. But what is Gavin Newsom? Born with a silver spoon, privileged his whole life, given the best of everything. And he's the one running as a Democrat. You know, I thought the Republicans were all the party of dynastic wealth, privilege, whiteness. Notice how the media is not covering Larry Elder's backstory. They've been doing nothing but dumpster diving through social media and old radio tapes looking for controversial statements. Never once, not ever, they, they, they focus in on the fact that he is literally from the place that inspired NWA. Weintick 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. By the way, you better get your butts out and vote today. Because I don't know if you're following some of these social media posts from people that are showing up trying to vote, being told that they already voted when they hadn't, Gavin Newsom is trying to steal that election. And of course, don't don't worry, we'll have fun with this AOC story. Going to the Met Gala in a dress that said tax the rich. Does anybody really think that that was a protest? Does anybody really think she was in there with all these rich, beautiful, fabulous people and she was standing there, not with champagne in her hand, of course, because that would be bougie. 
and she was giving them lectures about their obligations. And you should really pay more in taxes and... Or do you think she was like, hey, it's great to be in here and F the little people out there. Because that's how socialists work. All you need to do is read Rules for Radicals and you'll figure out pretty quickly how we got Barack Obama. You use the suffering of the masses to stand on their shoulders to elevate yourself. Then you push the ladder down when you get what you need. But I'm going to start here. Something that's getting almost no attention. Headline, Politico, Dems bet their political chips on party line immigration reform. Democrats are awaiting a ruling on their bid to add immigration to their social spending bill, which they see as their last chance for progress this term. Democrats' best and likely last chance this Congress to deliver immigration reform now. See, immigration reform, they mean amnesty. That's not immigration reform. That's not changing the system. That's not even streamlining it. It's saying we're going to take the tens of millions of people who've broken the law and we're going to say, okay, we're good. Right now as we speak, the Democrats are trying to figure out how to legalize. They don't even know how many. It's not 11 million. It's not. 11 million is a lie. They've been saying 11 million for 20 effing years. You're supposed to believe that that number's been static for 20 years? They've been saying that number as long as the Afghanistan war's been on. It's probably upwards of 30 to 40 million who will impact our social services system like a, like a meteor. One other point on a side note. Speaking of AOC, she has set the minimum threshold for Afghan refugees at 200,000. And we have not been told, just like COVID hospitalizations, are these people that are just in a panic running to the hospital because they're short of breath? Or are they really staying over and going to the ICU because of severe effects? We'll get to that a little bit later, too. Because now, now some of the left-wing news sites are starting to admit, oh, wait a second, there's been a lot more people just running to the hospital out of fear. Why? Because you've been scaring the crap out of them. But what we haven't been told about this airlift number, are these individuals with families left back in Afghanistan or is it 200,000 families? Because if it's 200,000 individuals, they will then be given the opportunity to sponsor family members. That will become 600,000. When those newly minted members of our society, the fun-loving fun -loving people that they are, they'll be able to sponsor even more family members and that'll become 1.2 million like that. So when you look at, God knows, 30 to 40 million illegals in this country, once they are granted citizenship, they will sponsor family members and 40 million will become 120 million. And all that will do is accelerate this hard left plan to force us to all live in tightly packed, densely packed communities with nothing more than government-run transportation. New York State announced it's absolutely going to ban the sale of all, all combustion engine vehicles by 2035. All of them. 
their economy, the New York State economy is going to collapse. But that's besides the point. The Democrats want a society where you are born into a class designated by them and you stay there for the rest of your life. You don't even realize, some of you, how much freedom has impacted your life and allowed you to make certain choices. To drive three, four hours to make a job interview. To work a side hustle because you own a car, even if it's not a great car. I myself, I can think I can think of all the crazy things I did driving back and forth from Albany to New York City to do my WABC and WGY shows. And all the places I took myself, sometimes at 2 in the morning, to get on the radio. That I used freedom and private transportation to advance myself. I see you saying it there, Andrew, it's selfish. But anyway, this country cannot sustain the enormous population growth the Democrats are forcing while shrinking the number of people who actually pay for the social services system. But here's the best part of this. Here's what they are trying to do now. You ready for this? Amnesty is not considered a budgetary issue. Thus, the Senate parliamentarian would have to. Listen to this with bipartisan immigration talks stalled, the White House and Congressional Democrats are pushing to add a path to legal residency for 8 million immigrants. They're not immigrants. They're in, see, this is how the media does it. They're not immigrants. They're in the country illegally. Notice they don't attach. They want, they want 80,000 new IRS agents. No new Border Patrol or ICE agents. Whatever happened to defund the police? The IRS is the police, by the way. The tax police. 8 million immigrants, their sprawling social spending plan this fall in order to steer that help for dreamers, essential workers, and those with temporary protected status past the filibuster, though the party has to win over the Senate parliamentarian, the chamber's nonpartisan rules arbiter. In order to gain the parliamentarian's approval and get immigration attached to the party line spending plan, Democrats essentially need to demonstrate their proposal would have a significant effect on budgetary spending, revenues, or debt. Democrats assert that offering a pathway to legal status would make those included eligible for certain federal benefits and thus impact the budget. Wait, they told us that immigration is always a net benefit. Now they're admitting that all of these people are going to go on welfare, which is going to bust the deficit spending and the, and the debt. They're admitting it. They're saying, hey, you know what? If we could just say this is going to drive up the deficit and this is going to drive up to the debt, then it's really part of the budget. So the Democrats now are trying to do an end around on the Senate parliamentarian by saying, okay, okay, fine. We plan on, you know, for, forget any talk of fiscal sanity or responsibility. These people now count as the justification for debt and deficit spending. So we want to include them in a reconciliation bill, another end around. Isn't that what Ron Klain just told us the other day? The Biden administration is doing an end around. They're trying to work around the law. 
695 patriot 9572874 or in this case the senate rules Wine 695 patriot 9572874 we are right they are wrong that's the end of the story the arguments on this radio program cannot be broken serious xm patriot